You're listening to the Cleveland Comedy Network. My name's Steve Guy, the host of Happy Hour with Steve Guy, where I get to sit down and interview people who are from Cleveland originally or doing very cool things in Cleveland. It's all part of the Cleveland Comedy Network, just like the show you're about to listen to. To keep up to date with all the podcasts coming to the network, go to clevelandcomedyfestival.com slash the network. Hey, welcome to 10 Cent Beer Life. Hey, welcome back to Ten Cent Beer Life. I'm your host Kyle, as always, with my guys Brian and David. What's up? Just kicking it, bud. Listening to Dave hack his lungs out. Oh yeah, dude. How dare you? <laughs> Dave comes onto the video feed. And it's just <laughs> immediately starts dying. He's like, I'm gonna throw up. <laughs> Kyle's feeling bad. It's okay if you don't feel good. We could just do this another <laughs> night. Dave's like, ain't nobody sick. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I was saying how dare you to Kyle for calling me David. Oh, you don't like David? Yeah, save all those seconds. You know, we only need to bring one syllable into this. Supercalifragilisticexpialidoche. Remember that from the SNL? uh, Like It was like a, a commercial for shortening words to save time. And they're like, even kids can use it. And it's Chris Farley. He's like, supercalifragilisticexpialidoche. <laughs> That's good, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't realize the the syllable change. Uh, the statue of David. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. I was going to buy that fat statue of David that they're selling at uh, Home Depot to put in the garage of my axe-throwing range. But then Stavros has it on his podcast. I still you think you can get it. Yeah, it's... if they sell it at Home Depot, it's not just a Stavros thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's pretty. It's, a... it's pretty awesome though. Fat statue of Fat David. I have not seen this. Is the dick still the same, or is it fatter? It's. I think. He, I think they put a leaf on it. I don't think they're selling little fucking. Oh, then I don't think you should buy it. Acorn fucking dick statues that. Um. Home Depot. I saw the statue of David in person, and like all those statues are naked, and it really makes you feel better about yourself when you see like these gods' dicks, and you're just like, hey, you know, <laughs> nothing bad. <laughs> the dick of a god. <laughs> god dick Kyle over here. <laughs> well, isn't that a? Uh, isn't that a? Um, I think you should leave sketch about the. The farm that breeds the horses with the small dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like a horse. I like the sound of that. <laughs> that shit's hilarious. We've been planning out our, uh, we started planning the, our Europe trip. And Sarah's like, when we're in Edinburgh, do you want to do this fancy scotch tasting? I'm like, Absolutely, I wonder what's that cost. She's like probably like hundred bucks a piece. There's also a medium quality Scotch tasting for seventy five dollars. I'm like, leave that to the peasants. Nice, <laughs> fuck that. I want that. It's like it's supposed to be like this. Like it's like underground in like this like I don't know, tunnel thing or something like that. Uh, and then they go over like the history of Scotch and like different characters throughout history of, of Scotch. And I'm like, that's that and our Ted Lasso tour are the two things that I'm I'm super jacked about so far. What uh? When are you going over there? Uh, end of September, beginning of October. Is that the Edinburgh Fringe Festival? Then I have they no have idea. A huge comedy festival over there. It's one of the biggest in the world. Yeah, I I know they do. I, and uh, Joe and Strength did it. Joe Briggs and Mike Strength did it. Ramon's done it. it it's more like uh, well, they call it the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I think it's more like conceptual kind of stuff. It's almost like alt comic type. If I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. I think they take a ton of people and, like, do a ton of stuff. People, I mean, somebody that, like, watches all these festival submissions, just like, oh, my God, they did Edinburgh. They do, like, the first, like, two or three of them, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. They were in Europe at the time and jumped on a show, you know? Yeah. But people, like, fucking, I mean, it's a big one. It's a good one to be on. Yeah. But, like, I mean, we're just going to to see that. London for a couple days, Dublin for a couple days. 
What's a uh, Ted Lasso tour? Ted Lasso, I mean, it's set over there. So, like, in Richmond, where the fictional team is, they've got, like, a, a tour, like, different tours you can go on to see all the different, you know, areas where they film for the show. And, you know, I mean, a bunch of it's on set. So you don't get to, like, see the actual bar's apartment. But, like, you know, when they walk out of the apartment or, you know, different scenes are shot in different areas, we'll, we'll do a quick tour of that. So it's probably my favorite show, so. See the pitch. I don't. I don't even know if it actually exists. It's a fictional team. Oh shit! I don't know if they use a Richmond Stadium for that, or if they uh, use like another Premier League stadium. It's interesting. I had a couple buddies that went over there and went to like football games, or however you say it. I don't want to insult the sport order, but you soccer. Said it precisely correct. Is it football? <laughs> And dude, like, if I was over there, I mean, that would probably be like number one. I was like, I need to get tickets to a game. I think they said it's wild. Like, it's I don't know if that's something you'd want to do, but I think when I was over there, it wasn't in season, so I didn't do it. I tried to go to bullfighting, but people were not up for it. Like, they're like, <laughs> I do not want to see bulls get killed and you know shit like that. And I was like, dude, it would be pretty tight. I don't think Sarah really gives no. enough of a shit. No. So, um, I mean, bullfighting would be awesome. I'd, I'd be all about bullfighting. I, she would hate that, though. She's That's such what an I animal mean, yeah. lover. Yeah, she would hate but it. But I would totally go see bullfighting. Um, and I'd go see a you know, soccer game, but we, we like, I don't have the most PTO. And I still want to save something for around, like, Christmas time. And then I do got to take several days off for my sister's wedding. And, like, that week is just going to be a week of fun coming up in June. So, I like, I can't stay in Europe super long. Plus, we don't have the money. Yeah, but, no doubt. Uh, we'll see. I, I'd love to squeeze in a game and even Scotland or Ireland, just something over in Europe. But she doesn't give a fuck about London for some reason, like at all. Um, and so we're not spending much time there. I think that's not a bad move. When I was over there, we spent, I think, a day and like we walked around and we saw Big Ben and the fucking yeah. the eye. And then it was like, okay, cool. See you later. This is like New York with fucking people with bad teeth. You know, that's really what it was. <laughs> the food sucks. So the food sucks. I'm pretty limited dietary way. anyway. So no matter sure. where I go, like, I don't know what I'm going to eat. My sister's, you know, she's gluten free. So she's like, oh, there's a bunch of gluten free options. But it's like, I can't have a bunch of carbs either. I can't just eat. Like, you know, gluten-free sweets and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. hopefully they just got good meats that aren't fish and not breaded. Well, that's decent it. They meats, at least. They don't season anything. Oh. Yeah, dude. It's just like meat and potatoes. Like, ugh. I can't really do many potatoes. Yeah, that's what I mean, dude. Nasty. You'll have fun, though, dude. You'll find some good oh, stuff. Yeah. And I, I we're gonna do the Scotch tour, and like I, I can't be Scotch man. I'm, I'm in a foreign country. <laughs> I can't just be this fucking loud Scotched up maniac. Like I was watching Cocaine Bear right before we started this. That's what I am with Scotch. <laughs> I'm, I'm Scotch Bear. <laughs> oh man, I just watched that for the first time this weekend, and uh, pretty entertaining. Pretty entertaining. Yeah, stuff. I didn't, I didn't finish it. I got like 20 minutes left, but I'm really enjoying it. Uh, Elizabeth Banks directed that. She did a great job. It was fun, dude. That's like Ray Liotta's last film. Like this is wild, and it's not kind of, like it's it, it's so aware of itself, and like it's not trying to be taken seriously. So it's not like you know some of these other movies where it's like, oh, that was Ray Liotta's last movie. It's a fucking shame. It's like, well, he did a, a funny horror movie as his last movie, and people seem to really like it. So I don't think it's a terrible last one to have on the resume. No, he's no, done much, much worse. Some of his fucking straight to DVD work is just garbage. <laughs> <laughs> he's in a bunch of fucking commercials and shit, drug commercials, and you ever see uh, Kyle Dunnigan? He always does like those filters that put a famous person's face on your face. He would do uh, Ray Liotta ones talking about Chantix and shit like that. There's, there's so yeah, funny. that's what it was, <laughs> Chantix. Yeah. I don't think I've seen those. Was that like on my Instagram and shit? Yeah, his Instagram's really funny. I remember him from Reno nine one one. And he like kinda still does that character minus the serial killer part. But like, right. he talks like this. Yeah. Dude, that was like probably one of my favorite storylines of that show. Is yes. like burying Trudy. <laughs> yes. Sarah's been watching that like to go to sleep at night lately. 
I fucking and love it. It's so good. The the movie though takes the cake. The, nothing's better than Reno Nine One One Miami. You hated the other one, the QAnon one. Yeah, yeah, because I thought it was going to be akin to Reno Nine One One Miami, and it was like it just seemed ultra low budget and uh, just kind of rushed. I don't know. I, it wasn't nearly as good as as Miami or the original show. Yeah, I did. I thought it was all right. I still enjoyed it. I think it's I haven't seen it in that long. Have you guys watched any of the Beavis and Butthead reboots? I watched that new Saw movie the they put one. out. It's the same formula. I, I, the formula's fun. They misunderstand some women, woman thinking that she wants to fuck, and then they <laughs> go to the and the latest one ends of the galaxy in time to try and fuck her. <laughs> and that's like the whole plot. They, they it's a misunderstanding. She wants to bang. They'll do anything to get that. <laughs> it's still, I didn't still see fun. The movie. I call it a little bit of the TV show. They're like watching like YouTube videos and shit instead of music videos sometimes. And yeah, they modernized it. It was good. It was fun. Yeah, I saw the Super Mario Brothers movie this weekend. Oh, Allison went and I didn't get to see it. We were supposed to go together, and she fucking hoed me. <laughs> we we went on uh, on a date night to Yard House. Watched the uh, the Cavs and Guardians, and then went to uh, to see that at Crocker Park. I really liked it. I thought it was good. Oh yeah. I know. Are... I I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it yet, but I've got that fucking song stuck Peaches. in my head because of how many fucking times I've heard it in you know reels and TikToks and shit. People get like they like oh it's just uh, like you know there's always going to be a lot of negative people. Um, people are like, oh, it's just so much fan service. It's like, what's, what is wrong with fan service? I am a fan. Service me. Do the shit that you know I want. Just do it. What else would you expect out of it? I don't know. I don't, I don't think that we really need a gritty modern take on Mario. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Italian plumbers go to rescue a princess. Yeah. yeah. We already got a gritty dystopian kind of, like, Mario movie where John Leguizamo was apparently pissed in boycotting the current movie because there's not enough Latinos present. Um, even though he was Latino playing an Italian in the first one. <laughs> That's funny. With Bob Hoskins, who's fucking British. They are definitely not brothers. Um, but, yeah, I like that that first movie. I, I, I didn't particularly like it as a kid. Um, and then I watched it again probably like five, six years ago. God, is it terrible. My my oh, yeah. fondest memory was the uh, the Slurpee campaign that came with it. And as a small child, getting the Slurpee with the souvenir cup on it. Yeah, I thought it sucked, too. People loved it. Did they? Yeah, there was like, like a, there's like a cult following for that movie. Oh, God. I thought it sucked as a kid. I was very disappointed. No, that movie does like, not hold up at all. Yeah, it was like, horrible. I would, would have rather just rented Ninja Turtles again, you know, for the 20th time. I still love those. Those are still great. Uh, you know what disappointed me as far as holding up? Three Ninjas. I loved yeah. that movie so much as a kid, and I tried to watch it as an adult. And most of the time, I'm such a nostalgic person for that period of time. I can I can live with a lot. But, goddamn, I couldn't take it. It was too much. With Tom Tom and shit? Yep. Because I always get that and Surf Ninjas confused. I love Surf Ninjas. That one holds up. See, I'd have to go back and check them out. I don't remember much about them. I remember like they booby-trapped the house. Have we talked about this? Yeah, like three episodes ago. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. I was just about to say, like, I'm having deja vu. Was it three episodes ago? Yeah, because something like that. Because then we're going to talk about how they made that kid fat, but he wasn't really that fat. Oh, okay. Now I remember that. I don't think I said that it sucks now, though. I don't think I brought that part up. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, whatever. I think everybody knows what we think yeah. about it. Yeah. Here we are now. Yeah. Uh, Let's, uh, what is it? We bantered enough, I guess. Uh, Cavs, dude. Disappointing. Thoughts on the game. What do you guys got? I was a little nervous going into the series, and apparently it was for very good reason. Donovan Mitchell's a killer, but nobody else has any killer in him at all. 
Yeah, they they very much out physicaled us. The offensive rebounds in the fourth quarter were unreal. Mobley was non-existent. The Knicks have the second best record in the league since the All Star break too. So I mean, there's something to be said. Like they're not terrible. No, but like we're far more talented. I think the big thing was and it, the long rebounds and the fifty fifty balls. Like Mobley and Allen grabbed a lot around the rim. They could have grabbed more and they should have grabbed more. But Donovan Mitchell had five rebounds and then none of the other, like Darius Garland had not one single rebound that whole game. How does that even happen? That's wild. I didn't realize that stat. He didn't have one single rebound and then they had their shooting guard, Josh Hart, had ten. Like their their it was their guards grabbing rebounds that made the biggest difference on the boards. Um Julius Randle did shove around Evan Mobley multiple times. Oh yeah, um, he's got to put on some weight. It's it's becoming a real issue down low, and he's been so good. And I think that the, the bigs played okay overall. Jared Allen did have did have fourteen rebounds, but like if you look at if you didn't watch the game and you look at the stats afterwards, like yeah, overall rebounds thirty eight to fifty one, not good at all. Tells a story. But the Cavs had a better field goal percentage, a better three-point percentage. They had less fouls, less turnovers. It's like, this, this game should not have been as even as it was, let alone a loss. Yeah, I mean, New York would go on a run and sustain it just long enough to hold out. I mean, because I thought they were dead in the water, and we came back there near the end, and... Then it was just like they kind of outlasted us, but they had two points of the game where they just like stretched it to like ten twelve, and they sat on that, you know, and that was that ended up being the difference. What? How long did the Cavs hold the lead for? It had to have been like fifteen seconds. I mean, they were back and forth early in the game, and then what? Down the stretch, they they were down like ten and came back with like three minutes to go, give or take. I don't know. And then it was back and forth because they were down 10 again, you know. It seems to me like, and, you know, I was trying to watch most of the first half from the the waiting bench at Yardhouse. But it it seemed like most of that game, they did not have the lead. They they would come decently close and then Knicks would pull away. Like, I, I didn't see much of the Cavs actually leading. No, I mean they were just right. They were trailing the whole time. Yeah. They tied it at one point, like late, late in the fourth. I, I think believe. they might have even gone up once, like Did by they? one. Yeah, it was but uh, briefly. You know those things are adjustable. So I mean they just they got to go win on the road now. That's all there is to it. You know you got to get that home court back, and uh, you know like you said, if you looked at it on paper, it shouldn't have been a loss. It should have been a lot closer. We played well. It was just those those little things, like you said, the long rebounds and just not letting that lead get out and hold. I mean, they they, they held like a ten point lead for like seven minutes, like two different times in that game. If they lose tomorrow, this series is going to be five games at most. And people were saying Cavs and five, Cavs and five. I was like, you're crazy. I don't know, man. I, like Darius Garland. He did not take the jump we all expected. Like Donovan Mitchell coming really held back, I think, Darius Garland's potential. And it's fine because we got something better than we could probably hope for out of Garland in Donovan Mitchell. He's he's better than we could imagine Darius Garland being. But you'd hope he'd be a little better than this. Yeah, I mean, it takes time. I guess, you know, to get adjusted, but it's like, man, and here we, here we are, you know, here we are. So it's, I don't know. We'll see what he's made of game two tomorrow night. I mean, the whole team, I mean, how are they going to rebound? I mean, it's going to be contingent on, you know, JB Bickerstaff's going to have to fucking coach the game of his life. Like this is the biggest game of their life. Every game after here on out, you know? So we'll just see what happens and see who stays and who goes and, you know, Thibodeau's a beast, dude. I mean, he looks he looks like a fucking intimidating cop out there. He's uh <laughs> get that comb over, that bald comb over thing going on. Like, he's a tough coach, man. He's been good for years. Like he's been in the playoffs. I mean, he had those guys ready and he knew 
he knew he's like, let's push him around a little bit, let's intimidate him, and that's what they did. And, and our bench is garbage. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, we kind of knew that. Yeah. But like, did what? Like we we signed Danny Green. He didn't. Did he even play? Like I think we only no. rotated like seven guys the whole game. Um, it was like Chetty, eight. like Rubio's not playing. Did Rubio play at all? Rubio played six minutes. Dean Wade played seven minutes. Jetty played 19. Karis LeVert played 18. And then out of the starters, the only guy, well, Mobley only played 38. But Allen, Garland, and Mitchell all played 43-plus. And then Okoro had 23. You know, they had, I think Dean Wade, when he was in the starting lineup, when Okoro was out, they were like 10-2. and two. And, like, he had a very good plus-minus, like, you, if if you're gonna let Kevin walk, Kevin Love walk because you got this guy, like play him, let him like really get those experience points. I mean, give him an opportunity. That they didn't seem like they gave him much of an opportunity. No, six minutes is is nothing. And then uh, and especially they have Kevin yet. Love. Kevin Love went off for eighteen last night. You could use that. You could use that scoring. And Kevin Love will rebound. I mean, that's the other thing, too. Kevin Love will be out there on the perimeter and grab those long rebounds. Like, he knows he gets in position, so you you clearly missed him. His defense just sucks. Yeah, well, he's old. You know, it, yeah. it always sucked. If he just put on, got Fat Kevin back, I don't think he'll ever be that. But he was a beast, dude. <laughs> fat Kevin Love. Yeah. But that offense ran through Fat Kevin Love. You definitely yeah. can't do that anymore. No, no, no. He's, he's way past that. But, yeah, we'll see what happens. You know, if they lose this, I'm assuming Bickerstaff's fired. Oh, he has to be, yeah. <laughs> There's no way he's not. But, like, I don't know who you bring in, that one shady-ass uh, former Celtics coach, whatever the hell his name is. Oh, uh, I don't know. I can't think of his name. It's, yeah, dude, he was, like, fucking, like, dude's wives and stuff. Eba or something yeah, like that. something like that. I guess the Knicks were going to hire him and then or the Nets were going to hire him and then Kyrie said what he said about uh the Jewish people and they were like, Okay, fucking let's pump the brakes on everything right now. We don't need to make <laughs> two fucking terrible decisions. There's the whole playoff team. Oh yeah. And meanwhile Dallas fucking free fell and is out of the playoffs. Didn't even make the playoffs. Got fined for tanking so that they could keep their protected pick. I mean, only seven hundred fifty thousand, which is nothing to Mark Cuban, but um, it doesn't look good down there. No, dude. I mean, what are they gonna do? Because like Luca's obviously unhappy with the situation. I, you're gonna let Luca walk to keep Kyrie? You're insane. I can't see them doing that. They got. They got a great white hope in Texas. They're going to hang on to that and milk that for as long as they can. Yeah, but they also got like somebody who hates to choose, you know, in Texas. And they're going to be like, you know what? (laughs) (laughs) We like them. So I don't know what's going to happen down there. I really don't care. I actually fuck Kyrie. We just need Kyrie to watch 21 Jump Street. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Um, Guardians, what's going on, Brian? We're, what, 15, 16 games in? Uh, I, we're at the, I thought it was the 15-game mark, but I'll double-check. Are they 9-7 and seven right now? They're kind of fluttering around. They just, what, took two or three from... Yeah, they're 9-7, and seven, so yeah. The 17, game 17 today got postponed to tomorrow's doubleheader. Uh, but... Yeah, it, I mean, it hasn't been the best. Hasn't been the worst. Hasn't been the best. Um, they still haven't had a win when Shane Bieber starts, even though he's, you know, he he did not do great versus Washington, but he's had a couple of solid starts. But, you know, some of these guys are slow starters. Ahmed Rosario is notoriously slow. Uh, Josh Bell's been notoriously slow, but he had a pretty good weekend. Josh Naylor is not doing a whole bunch. They're hardly giving Oscar Gonzalez at bats because uh, he's starting so slow. But will also Will Brennan looks great. I'd like to see Oscar Gonzalez hit more as the DH than uh, than anything and, and take those bat- at bats away from Will Brennan. But Jose had his first home run. He hasn't had much pop, but he still is 
slugging wise been doing pretty good hit some doubles look solid uh i don't know man now like the some of the bottom three i think of home runs in uh in mlb if not bottom two they have been uh no power really but they have found a way to keep it super close like they're leading in one run games um they're playing their style of baseball i'm not really worried about it they they do have to figure out the starting rotation a little bit because police act just fucking sucks so everybody's clamoring for uh, Tyler Beebe, who is killing it in the minors, but just came up to AAA. So he's probably not ready yet. They also have Gavin Williams. They might bring him up at some point. I don't know. I, I don't think it's time to panic by any means. I'm still really enjoying it. They will start to come around. They just got to figure some shit out. Yeah, that's kind of what I've noticed. I've watched two games. I check every day and it just seems like they're shuffling the lineup trying to figure out where everything fits together and you know the pitch clock seems to be affecting everybody across the yeah. board in Major League Baseball like even Alex Manoa who was so good last year for Toronto he's been getting his ass kicked Class A does not look the same I have to chalk it up to that I don't know what the fuck else it could be and he was one of the guys that did take the most time in Major League Baseball between pitches I don't know why that would shave like fucking two miles per hour off his velocity, but it, it has. He, he's touched 100 one time, and he's already blown three different leads this year. That's crazy. Damn. Because that's like a guy that you we just assume would be fucking lights out, you know? Yeah. I mean, sub two ERA, probably between him and uh, what was his name? The guy with the trumpets in uh, in New York for the Mets. None of us are going to know. Oh God! Well, I'm blanking. You know on the name. best I know it, though, bro- Dave. <laughs> Oh yeah, he's he's super fucking good, but he's hurt for the. He was the guy that got hurt celebrating in the World Baseball Classic, and he just got a twenty million dollar contract. Billings. Um, no, he is very Latino. He's okay, Latinx man. in some some capacity. Um, but it's between those guys that are the two best. Edwin Diaz, Jesus Christ. Um. But there's no question. Those those are the two best closers in baseball. Edwin Diaz is out for the year, but Emmanuel Classe, his, his he was throwing a 102 mile per hour cutter. Like uh, balls should not have movement in 102 miles per hour. It's crazy. He, his slider is really good still, and his fastball is still touching you know 97 to 99. But and so is his cutter. It's just not the same though. It's not that same ridiculously overpowering presence that he had. And he, sometimes he struggles to find the strike zone. I have to imagine. It's the pitch clock. He doesn't have time to power him up. Yeah, he doesn't have time to just stand there on the mound, windmilling his arm. And <laughs> what was that? That video game, Super Baseball Twenty Twenty, or what is? That's a, Sega Genesis. The pitchers like there's robots and like oh yeah, chicks with big breasts. Yeah, there's like bombs in the field. Yeah, I don't remember <sighs> that one. Oh, it's great, dude. It's one of the best games. I'm going to have to find it. I'll find the name of it and send it to you. You'll play it. You'll love it. It's a great game. There was a game for Nintendo, original Nintendo, called Base Wars that I loved playing. And you were full-blown robots playing baseball. And sometimes at different bases, you like you could just battle it out instead of just automatically being tagged out. You'd go into like a side like fight mode. And you just button mash and try and beat the other person to take the base. Yeah, this is very similar to Base Wars. Okay. But it was on Sega. But, I mean, it's clearly a ripoff. But they added, like, you could be a human, like, a big titty babe or a robot. I think those, like, were the three things you could be, just like a regular I know what person. I'm choosing. Oh, yeah, dude, the big titty babes, dude. Give they me were them so titties. Good. <laughs> they were so good. They were so good. They just smashed them all, dude. With the titties? No, with the bats, but it was just like, you know what? It's 2020. Like, women are as good as men and robots in sports. Let's put them in there. I'd always played with them. Why would you not? They would celebrate the wins on my beanbag chair, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Anywho, enough about me masturbating in my adolescence. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) To video games. Yeah, to pixels. Yeah. I guess I did. Somebody asked me, like, have you ever watched anime porn? I was like, no, but I played video games. I talked about anime last week. I didn't talk about any anime porn. 
yeah, somebody was telling me that they they've gotten their rocks off too, and I was like, that's very weird. Tentacles and shit. I don't think it was more like like Marge Simpson like having sex with Family Guy, you know, Peter Griffin, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, checked it out. Why not? And I was like, oh, that's weird, man. I don't know. But so that's who would. those are for? Your friend? Whoever you talk to? <laughs> my, one, my one friend. Yeah, no, I think there's a lot of people that are into that. Man, they just make, yeah. make regular porn watching very uncomfortable because every single <laughs> ad for the longest time. Now it's changed. Now actual companies are paying for advertisements. But it used to just be nothing but that. Every single ad was just that. Or like uh, the dog face with the, you know, it's like a the the one cartoon character is a dog with like the the black Adonis face or whatever and it's uh <clears throat> you know it's hooking up with this chick or whatever you know what I'm talking about I don't I know what no internet you're, you're on about. dude I don't know what you're talking about you're, you you got a different it's, fucking algorithm to me brother an Adonis <laughs> dog it's it's the same as those um it's the same as like the parody ones or whatever but it's just animated and it's like a dog with a chick riding his dick or whatever. And it's like, click here for fucking, you know, whatever cartoon shit. Yeah, but it's cartoon bestiality. Oh, okay. So that's fine. Not fine. I mean, it's less <laughs> less yeah, egregious. Dude. I never got those Definitely, ads. Yeah, less egregious. I don't yeah, remember those all, ads. No. It, they, I mean, they would alternate between those. You know, there's a, a shit ton of them. Just remember so much Simpsons. Yeah, there was a lot. Uh, Lois from Family Guy. I never got into like the cartoon stuff, but what fucked me up was when um, was when the E girls started dressing up like the characters from Overwatch, and that's what that was a, a like a two and a half to three year journey that ended up with me, you know, setting up an OnlyFans <laughs> <laughs> because these E girls doing uh, Overwatch cosplay. I made an OnlyFans account this weekend to watch that Burt Kreischer special. You didn't have to do that. It was just a link you could click. Oh shit! <laughs> well, they got my information. Now. I didn't know. You, I didn't know. Just edit this out so Allison doesn't hear it later. Oh, she don't care. She was right there. She was like, "What? You don't uh-huh. have one?" And I was like, "No, I don't." It's. I was like, "Why would I pay for port? That's ridiculous. It's like air at this point. It's free." <laughs> one of the many free or the very little free things in life is pornography at this point yeah it's the market's been flooded for sure do they like do the main companies like allow them to go like because you know stuff gets taken down but the vast majority stays up are they just letting most of it stay out there hoping that it's like advertisement for people to pay for stuff where are they getting their money who are these people are people paying all this money to OnlyFans girls and to porn sites? Oh, people, they'll, they'll be like, Pornhub will have like their gold <laughs> membership thing where it's got like, once you run the gauntlet of your fetish, I'm sure there's like new videos that people probably pay for, but, and then they'll run ads like camster.com, camster, you know, like in between the videos, they just run ads it's just like YouTube. That's how they're yeah. making the money. But that's, that's how, like, the, the site you're watching on, like, the, the free tube site you're watching on makes their money that way. Are they kicking money to, like, the main studios that are cranking out the actual porn? Oh, probably not. It's probably just a grimy, grimy business. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Nor do I care, you know? <laughs> I mean, just, I have some business schooling. I'm curious about these things. I'm pretty sure uh, Pornhub was paying the creators also, like uh, like YouTube does. Okay. Yeah, I mean, some of those videos get a lot of hits. A lot of hits. You know, a lot of from beats. time to time, from time to time, you'll see one of them that'll have like, you know, they'll be doing the OnlyFans thing and all this different stuff, and then they'll have like a Pornhub page with a bunch of locked videos that you have to like pay and subscribe to. But then you just search that person's name and the word nude, and you find whatever you want somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah, it's a free resource. I don't I don't understand it. But hey, more power to you. I I didn't realize that people would pay that much for it when it's free, you know, it's it's wild. 
Horny dudes are a very vulnerable bunch. Yeah, I guess I'm not that horny. I'm, I'm more fiscally <laughs> responsible than I am horny. <laughs> yeah, because when you buy one girl for like five dollars a month, like you, you, if you you find five girls you like, dude, you're you're in for a couple grand, you know, for the year. Oh, well, those numbers don't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> well, what if you, so? If you subscribe to like seven twenty five dollars a month, is how much thousands of dollars a year? You're right. It doesn't add up. It doesn't add up. Okay, but I imagine, imagine it's like buying skins on Fortnite. Like it, it racks up, and it you got to cancel your subscription and shit that like makes that. less. That makes much, much, much less sense to me. Is the fucking skins and and video game clothing market. The amount of money that comes out of people's pockets to make their video game character look different is the dumbest thing to me. I get horny. Horny, I can wrap my brain around. <laughs> what do you get out of your gun being a different color or your character wearing a different color outfit? It does nothing. And here we go, Dave. Chime in because you yeah, can I was going to say, hold up. Number one, you can, be shre- you can pay money to be Shredder in the new Warzone Season 2. I don't care about that. I could play a Ninja Turtles game. Here's the other thing. I was John McClane for like, I want to say a year and a half. I bought the John McClane character for Warzone. Would that run you? So like, it was it was 20 bucks. What? 20 bucks. You get like these guns and shit, but then you're fucking John McClane. And like, as you're, you know, you start fucking wrecking shit, you know, I kill somebody and he goes, welcome to the party, pal. And then, uh, you get into a, the first time I got into a helicopter, he goes, oh shit, John, what the fuck are you doing? And I'm, and it's, it's Bruce Willis's voice. It was dope as shit. Well worth every penny I spent. Plus, if you're, you know, making content and you want your character look, look a certain way for that, it makes sense. That's fucking bananas to me. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe the maybe the content thing. I like because you're getting some money back, but the, I know it's a multi-billion-dollar industry, and everybody's doing it. And that I think it's the dumbest shit. Personally, the, what you described with John McClane is fun. Maybe twenty dollars one time, but like even twenty dollars, that would never come out of my pocket to be John McClane in Call of Duty. <laughs> it was it was a uh, gift card, twenty five dollar PlayStation gift card from work. So we could have bought another easy. game with that. Nah, I don't. Ain't no twenty five dollar games I'm buying. Yeah, but yeah, you can get a game for twenty five dollars and get a fifty dollar game. Listen for John the, McClane. When the sixty dollar games come out, I just buy them. I'm not. I'm not worried about. Did I spend twenty five dollars from that gift card? You know what I mean? Like you're just stunting. Not only that, uh, but also it's an abundance mentality. You know, money comes easily and frequently. It's part of the secret. (laughs) (laughs) You're dead serious. Yeah, he's sitting there straight face right now. (laughs) (laughs) The secret's been proven, dude. It's in the fucking Bible. (laughs) If you're a religious person, I'm not. But I'm just saying, they... They talk about it in the Bible. So if Warzone, if you have John McClane and somebody shoots out a window, does it fuck your health up when you have to walk through glass? No. God, see, no, that's but, not even worth but it. You do, but you do have bare feet. Of course. You're wearing, you're wearing a tank top and his jeans, and you got bare feet. That was the only They're complaint not jeans. was that. They're dress pants. Well, whatever they are. Uh, that was my he only was complaint a was that party. You, you couldn't change his outfit. Like, it, it was just the same as dude in a white tank top which isn't necessarily the most camouflage dude for a fucking war game <laughs> but we'll just buy another outfit and you can't you can't change his outfit he's a special character that you buy they have they they do these every because they do seasons with their shit and they'll do you know shredder is one that you can buy uh jigsaw was one leatherface was one you know, they have, you know, a bunch of different characters that they put in there. Who's the other guy? Can you buy Kyler Murray? No. <laughs> I, Kyler dude, Murray would be would... like odd job and fucking Goldeneye. <laughs> he's just super tiny. 
uh, Kyler Murray would probably jerk off to the video game if he was in it. <laughs> That's uh. And then you got oh. OnlyFans girls dressing up as Kyler Murray and cosplaying. <laughs> <laughs> he subscribed to every one of them. Yeah, but what do you do? Do you get on and watch Twitches of girls playing Call of Duty as John McClane? I mean, that's just going to fucking cycle through you. No, but there are some crazy Twitches. Uh, I have a digital crush on this girl from Brazil who plays drums and does this annoying toad voice. And, uh, I mean, she's an amazing drummer or whatever, but she's just fucking kookanutty. And, uh, I don't know. I love her edge energy. I love kookanutty. Uh, her name's, uh, Sunfire with like a Y. She's pretty hilarious. She, like one of her, uh, videos went viral. She's playing, uh, she's playing one by Metallica, maybe. Is that the one with darkness? Maybe it's entertainment. I can't. Hey, President, hey, President? Yeah, I that's one. That's one. And she's she's wearing a mushroom hat, dressed like Toad. I think she's wearing like a Princess Peach dress, and she's drumming. But then she's she's doing the voice of Toad, you know. And uh, it's I don't know. It just fucking cracks me up, dude. It's she's a weird one. She's from Costa Rica. I see her with the Toad kit. Yeah, dude. Is she as kooky nutty as he's describing? <laughs> I mean, I thought she was going to be kooky nuttier, to be honest. <laughs> kooky nutty is her personality. Kooky nutty is a fun word, and I like it. It's uh, C Lab twenty twenty. Is it? How do you how do you twenty twenty one kooky nutty? C O O K A N U T T Y. Kooky nutty. Kooky nutty. Okay. That's probably how I would have spelled it had I had a guess. Um, but I didn't. Because I fucked up last week's episode. You said car tending and I wrote trunk tending. And it completely mislabeled the fucking episode. <laughs> I, and, you know, I meant to give you shit about that this week. Like, leave it to you. to. It's it's a play on words. Of course. I got it. I got it. <laughs> car, car, trunk car and bar don't rhyme. Yeah, yes. car tending instead of bartending, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I got it. I was just fucking putting it out, and it was dumb. <laughs> egregious, egregious, it egregious. Egregious, egregious, egregious. <laughs> um, is there anything else? Uh, fucking Trevor Bauer pitched in Japan this week in front of 2,600 people. They don't give a fuck about his <laughs> sexual assault allegations at all. Over 2,600? That's nothing. Yeah, I know. That's that's what was funny. God damn. Browns are did you see the Brown stuff that came out today? What's that? They are oh, planning yeah. on doing renovations to the stadium that will cost more than a billion dollars. They're gonna keep the stadium where it is, but they're gonna add a dome and do a billion dollars worth of shit to it and to the waterfront area. And they're saying that it is going to entail the Browns playing home games out of Cleveland, probably Columbus, for at of least course. a couple years. Of course they are. This is what they want. Well, you know, yes. personally, selfishly, as long as they don't take the Browns out of Berea, then I don't give a fuck. I'm not going to those games anyways. Just keep in Berea so that my taxes are lower. But it's a big slap into the face to, to season ticket holders to move the, the fucking games to somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I could understand moving them to Akron or the Hall of Fame. Because yeah. those people could drive, like that's, that's still the base. But to Columbus, they want to they want to steal that market is exactly what they yes. want to do. Hundred percent. And that that's that move. And guess what? They'll they'll sell out those games, but it's not going to change. Like, sorry, sorry, Jimmy, you're not going to beat Ohio State down there. You know what I mean? Like, you'll be the second team in town. It's just it's he just wants to beat Cincinnati in that area. <laughs> I mean, everybody knows that there's no beating the Buckeyes, but as far as fandom and viewership and merch dollars go, um, the Browns have sucked a million dicks for a few years, a long, a lot, a lot of years, and <laughs> now the Bengals are playing in the Super Bowl and the AFC Championship with uh, cool, fun young guys that will take fandom away from Cleveland, and uh, I'd imagine that has something to do with it. Well, that ain't going to change, Joe. 
Ohio State and Columbus, they, you know, Joe Burrows is a Columbus kid, and even though he finished up at LSU, people down there act like he is. He's not a Columbus kid. I mean, I he is, got, though. He, he does have his degree from Ohio State, so you do get to claim him. Yeah, and that's what they do. And but he's so, from Athens, which is far more Cincinnati, if I'm not mistaken. And it's the other way. It's it's like it's some it's more of like West Virginia. You know, that's that's where that is. It's in south southeast Ohio. Oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Um, but I mean, when I say Columbus, I meant that he graduated from Ohio State. So even though he didn't play here. People are still like, hey, that's our that's our quarterback. You know, he's got a degree that is actually his alma mater. Yeah, so I think it's you know the Bengals fans are going to be the Bengals fans and the Browns fans are going to be the Browns fans. There might be people that buy tickets to go to the game, but like those people aren't going to stop being Bengals fans to be fucking Browns fans. Now that television revenue for three years does that pay for the renovation? Does that buy us a dome? If you put it down in Columbus, I mean, just. Making sure the Bengals are going to be on TV too, though. I mean, they're not. Yeah, going to steal. I don't think that they're just going to go straight up Browns because they're playing the game there, and I don't think that that market is going to bring in a billion dollars or anything even fucking close. I think the, I think the, the city's going to because they, they're working with uh, Justin Bibb to get everything done. So, like, the city's going to pay probably the the lion's share of it. So that means the taxpayers are paying the lion's share of it. Yeah, yeah the smokers great. and the drinkers. Great. Get ready for $15 packs of cigarettes, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fucking open mic comedy. LVT is going to pay for putting a dome on fucking <laughs> Cleveland Brown Stadium right now, dude. <laughs> That's what it's going to boil down to. The degenerates. I, I still, I, everybody like, oh, we're going to do all this extra shit with the dome. Okay, maybe they'll host one Super Bowl. Maybe they'll host one Final Four or something like that. But they've got all this fucking time. You have the entire summer and you host one concert every year. Like, you, you've you been wasting all of the time that you could be doing events and you just don't. Yeah, bring Beyonce here, dude. What about Taylor Swift? Bring her here. Fuck. Put her in there. Why not? Billy Joel's doing progressive field for some reason. I don't know if he could sell out the Brown Stadium, but maybe. I don't the know. Elton John goodbye tour might have been able to. Elton John, I th- I might have talked about this before. He always when he comes through this area, he does. Uh, he did Quicken Loans, didn't he? I think the last one was at Progressive Field. Was it? Yeah. He always was he for years. He would do the Convelli Center in. Youngstown, Youngstown, Ohio. That is not a big venue. No, but he apparently he loves the acoustics. It's one of his like top five favorite venues to play because the acoustic, the way it sounds in there. I saw Which Black Label story. Society there. I don't even know who that is. Is that a wrestling staple? No, Zach Wild. <laughs> yeah, Zach Wild. Uh, Black Label Society. He he played guitar for Ozzy Osbourne for a long time, and he's got a band, and I'm a big fan. But nice. like those fucking cops. With the most jacked bunch of dudes I've ever seen. The Youngstown cops all look like roided out wrestlers. <laughs> well, I, yeah, dude, they were fighting the mob for years, dude. It's all a bunch of fucking Italian kids, you know? And then Black Label Society is a bunch of bikers. Yeah, dude, I'm bikers sure that was love all... Black Label Society. <laughs> Do they? Yeah. <laughs> I was just, I, I had lunch over there in uh, Joey Naples' old establishment uh, in Youngstown. It was in the middle of the hood. It's a beautiful restaurant. Joey Naples is a big mobster in Youngstown back in the seventies and eighties. Okay, stopped in there and had lunch. It was nice. Um, fuck, what was I gonna say? I don't know. Dude, Something about the Youngstown mob? I don't know. No, dude, we we could talk about that, but I don't really know much about. It. I know that they had a big presence, but I don't know much about that one. I. I've read the Kill the Irishman book about the Cleveland mob. Oh, Danny Green. Was that his yeah. name? He's a fascinating figure. Apparently, my uh, Allison's grandfather used to play cards with him. Oh, nice. Yeah, and Allison's grandmother said he was always a cheater. He I imagine. Cards. Yeah. His, the house that got blown up the one time was like right across the street from the Beachland. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a Collinwood guy. Ah. Yeah, dude. Uh, to go back to the Youngstown stuff, there was, like, the, 
basically Youngstown was like the the battleground between Pittsburgh and the Cleveland mob. So there was like a big presence there. Those guys get dragged either way. Um, there's a podcast called Crooked City. I think it's like 15 episodes, and it covers like the Jim Trafficking uh, stuff and all of the mob. And like the beginning, it talks a lot about the Cleveland mob, a lot about the Pittsburgh mob. It's a super fascinating listen. Not to promote any other podcast besides Ten Cent Beer Life and uh, Pound Town. Pound Town. You shouldn't be listening to anything else. But if you have time for a third one, that's that's a, a good one that's not necessarily a comedy. I mean, it is kind of funny sometimes, but uh, it's real, real interesting stuff over there. Okay. I kind of want to hear that. Text me what that's called. Yeah, I'll send you the link. Yeah, there were some brothers out of, like, Collinwood that were doing, like, fucking wild robberies and shit. Like, it was, uh, it's real fascinating. Jim Trafficant was, like, Trump before Trump. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, he was power to the people kind of politician, get everybody riled up. And a lot of people in Youngstown still like him. Like, he went to prison and shit and, like, did some dirt. But I don't know. I've, like, Trump, I mean, it was a much bigger scale, and I'm, like, an adult for it. But hearing about trafficking, like, yeah, he did some shady shit. But I don't know, man. He really tried to, like, take care of the people of that area. So a lot of people hold him in high regard still to this day, and he's dead. Anyhow, I digress. I don't know that much about it. I just listened to a podcast, so <laughs> more than we know. Actually, yeah. I never even heard that name. You you don't know who Jim Trafficking is? Do you know nope. who he is, Dave? Yeah, I've heard of him. He's a politician, like in the eighties, nineties. Um, when I was a loan officer for the mortgage company, I was doing a a deal out there in uh, Mahoning County, and. There was something wrong with the fucking, uh, the title, the title company or the, uh, the clerk of courts or whoever, the auditor didn't merge these two parcels and it had to go through all this stuff to get done, but they couldn't do it because fucking whoever was supposed to preside over it, um, was in being indicted on a bunch of charges for corruption and shit. So, like, it took three months to get this loan closed because of this dude's fucking, you know, illegal charges and something. That's a wild place over there. Yeah. It it sounds like one of your mics is inside of your lungs right now. I'm holding my breath and I can hear the the breathing. Is it me? I'll hold my breath. Are you holding your breath, Dave? No. No oh, shit. Is it me? I don't know. I don't know. It just <laughs> I was just letting you I guys could hear know. it in the back. I mean, it's the fourth it's the fourth it's the fourth member of the podcast. <laughs> I mean, you know, normally it's it's there, but I mean this one sounds like you know what I mean, the lungs in your esophagus. Well, thank you for bringing that up 53 minutes into the podcast. <laughs> I don't think it's me because I held my breath again and I could hear it again. So I think um, it's like a rubbing of sorts. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll see what it comes out on the edit. I don't hear it. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, me. The last thing we were talking about, Jalen Hurts' contract. It almost seems like the Browns are off the hook. They're not the bad guy anymore. No, 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 no. They're still the bad guy because everything was guaranteed with with Deshaun. That that's what is. If if anybody's the bad guy to the players, it's Jalen Hurts and his his team. They if they if you want fully guaranteed contracts, you can't keep signing these big non fully guaranteed contracts. You have to everybody hold the line and you have to demand it. So if you're going to have superstar players signing these big-ass contracts, apparently Jameson Hensley tweeted this out. Uh, Jalen Hurts' five-year contract extension with the Eagles looks very similar to the offer that Lamar Jackson turned down in September, which was reported by Adam Schefter and the Mort Report. Total value, Hurts $255 million, Jackson $250 million. Guaranteed for injury, Hurts 179.3, Jackson 175. I, I think Lamar would have turned down this contract. 
Yeah, I mean, it's right there. I think Lamar would have turned down this contract because it's not fully guaranteed because he is dead set on that. That's non-negotiable for him. He probably should have taken that three-year one. He probably should have taken this five-year one that he got back in September. He got offered a three-year fully guaranteed contract. This is this is all on the players and the players' union and their agents for accepting less. Yeah, man, I'm I'm actually at this point, I think I'm all for the players getting this money. Fuck them, then hold out. Like that's I, what I mean. You you got to do it. I don't understand everybody just being like, do the right thing to the owners. Fuck off if they're gonna take yeah. them. They're gonna take non-guaranteed contracts. Why would they offer a fully guaranteed contracts? Yeah, if you, if you blow out your knee playing football, you should get paid. I mean, I, I have no sympathy for them. We all have jobs. Nobody's fighting for how much money we make. Nobody gives a fuck. Well, if I, we are in a union, they are, and that's what I mean. Like it, if if you if if I was in a lunch lady union, or you guys were in like, I don't know, a telemarketing union, and your fucking vocal cords went out, like you should get paid for that you know what i mean you're just talking you know amen yeah but like if you obviously it's not none of us are making six figures none of us are making 100 grand if you make four million dollars in one season you are making the equivalent of 40 years of a hundred thousand dollar salary i have i have no fucking sympathy for these guys i I have far more sympathy for the everyday man sure i I don't give a fuck if these guys make that that kind of money I don't. I don't give a shit if they're able to. If their grandkids' grandkids never have to work, I don't care about that. Well, yeah. I mean, the the, the trade off is if you want guaranteed money, you're not going to get as big of contracts, and that's the owners are always going to make sure that they have their yachts and their sex slaves and their cocaine and their pills and their whores. So, I mean, if you want guaranteed money, like your contract's going to drop. But I don't know. I'm getting to the point now where I'm like, the money should be guaranteed. Yeah, but then, but you're going to just, you know, not get the incentives. It's just going to be less money, you know. I don't know. I, I don't know what the workaround is. I mean, it's it's I think a little more difficult to answer than a black and white thing. But I mean, if they're going to pay them, fuck it. You know, they should only pay fully guaranteed contracts if they have to. That that's business. Nobody's going to pay you more money if they don't have to. Mm-hmm. So unless you you your union does that and you all band together and you're willing to strike over it, they're not going to do it. Or if top talent is willing to sit out seasons and they're going to lose quality of product over it, then that's what you have to do. But if nobody's doing that, if a Jalen Hurts is going to keep taking a contract that's not fully guaranteed, if a Kyler Murray's not going to, all these other players, Josh Allen's going to get a contract not fully guaranteed. All your top guys are signing for non-guaranteed money except for Deshaun Watson. So there's, they're not going to do it, and there's no reason that they they should do it. It's not a goodness of your heart kind of thing, especially, you know, a goodness of heart kind of thing would be for those guys that make league minimum, play, you know, just a couple years, and then the rest of their lives they don't have health care. That money went quick. You know, those are the guys you should do goodness of the heart kind of stuff for. But these these top tier guys, I don't give a fuck if you make. 250 guaranteed million dollars versus 179. I could give two fucking shits. Yeah. If yeah, you I mean, as a person point. get that extra money, I, I don't care at all. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, I see, I see your point there. It isn't about the top guys. It's about the bottom tier guys. And I mean, some of the money is guaranteed in every contract. So yeah. it's not like if you blot your knee, you're not fucking begging for change outside of a grocery store, you know? You have to smoke crack and fucking gamble all your money away on whores and liquor. And, you know what I mean? Like, that's how that happens. We all saw broke. Um, yeah, so for the most part, I, I'm, don't they, didn't they pass health care for everybody? I mean, don't you get health care for the rest of your years, life? After a few years, you have to play a certain amount of seasons. That's fucked up. And I thought you only get to keep it for, like, five years after you're out. Because Pat McAfee was talking about it. I don't know what the rule is. Those guys should have health care for the rest of their lives. I don't know. Play- I, I really don't think that if you play any amount of football, at that point, don't play football. Like, go go get a job. Go get a job like the rest of us. I don't think that getting on an NFL roster means that you get health care the rest of your life. You get fucking beat. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I guess I'm. everybody should have 
I'm universal health care guy, you know. I think we all should get health care, frankly, but I agree. It's not going to happen, you know. Cuz we can't collectively as a society hold out because No, you have way too many stories of people getting cancer and then losing their job and not having health care. That yeah. that happens way too often. I I would far prefer those people get health care than NFL players that played one or two seasons. Yeah, it's just fucked up that your your healthcare has to be tied to your employment in this country. Actually, it's a whole other story that has nothing to do with sports. But I mean, I we do it. It's a human right. Yeah, it's all fucked up. If they're worried about us fucking fatties getting it, regulate the McDonald's. You know, <laughs> put them up every fucking five minutes. You know, you have fucking heroin everywhere. They fucked us up. They fucked us up. Food's too delicious. And it's partly my fault, but they know what they're doing. They're, <laughs> they're fucking harvesting us from the time we're born to the time we die. They're just ringing us for as much money as they can get out of us. Fucking assholes. Well, oh, that's yeah. the hour mark right there, fellas. <laughs> I, don't I like know that tirade to end on. Let's do it. Oh, fucking pricks. All right. Well, uh, I think we've plugged everything. Anybody listening to this knows what's going on. Brian's Mother's Day. Mother's Day hilarities. hilarities. And then the 6th uh, at the Rubber City Comedy Festival. And then he's featuring at Hilarities around those dates. Um, Dave, you got anything cooking? Chilling. Chilling? You uh, get you on something, man. We got to get you on something. If there's a dropout at the festival, I'm going to get you on something. I promise. Oh, yeah. I wish you would have just submitted so I could have just worked into the schedule. You told- Did I? Fuck. Yeah. I fucked up. I told you not to submit. It's all good, I wouldn't man. have told you that. God damn it. I'm never going to listen to you about that again. You're like, we're turning uh, CCF. We're turning away people with television credits. Okay. Well, I got you on a show. I got you on a good show there. Yeah, you did. I appreciate it. Oh, God damn it, David. I'm a fucking idiot. Just don't listen to me. I'm just saying, don't say I wish you would have submitted, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right. I figured I'd I figured I'd spare you the three mediocre shows followed by a solid show. What are you talking show. about? What are you talking about, Dave? <laughs> you fucking every, every festival I do three mediocre shows and then my fourth show is the tits. You have, yeah, so you I have figured, the one I figured show. I'd, but I'd it's always the, the big three. show. You always do good on the big show. Yeah, you're always a, a great addition to the lineup. And in the late show, you're usually a little too fucked up. In the early show, you're a little too fucked up, and you. Or you're not fucked up enough. I don't know what it is. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know your rhythm. But uh, now I feel bad. I'm gonna fucking ram my head into the wall after this. All right. Uh, I got nothing. Well, I'll see you fucks on Friday. I'm gonna take you down All in right. Catan. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs>